What's up, sports fans, and welcome back to an all-new episode of Football Fanatics here on Final Timeout Sports. I'm your host, Forrest Crowley, joined, as always, by my co-host, Fernando Doctors. Here on this 10th episode of Football Fanatics, we are going to be breaking down the NFC playoff picture. We're going to be looking at seeds 1 through 7, who's going to win their division, who's going to make it in the wild card, uh, who's going to have that first round bye, uh, all the important questions that, you know, we want to get answered. Uh, I'll kind of kick it off with, with my 1 through 7 here, starting off with, you know, the GOAT, Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Bucks, um, coming in at the 1 seed. My guess is, you know, 13 and 4, potentially even a 14 and 3 record to tie um, with the best record in the league overall and the best record in the NFC. Um, you know, aside from the Saints, who might give the Bucks some trouble throughout the season, um, you got the Panthers and the Falcons, who are just absolute pancake teams. Uh, so, no division. Um, challenges for the Bucks, in my opinion, really. Um, and they'll definitely, I think, get that one seed. Followed by number two, Los Angeles Rams, Super Bowl champs. Um, you know, they still have a great team. They lost a couple people in Robert Woods and some guys, but they also added um, guys where they needed. You know, they're still in a great spot. Aaron Donald came back. Um, you know, they're going to be a great team. Then third, I have the Green Bay Packers. I think it's just kind of tough to bet against Aaron Rodgers in in any sense. You know, he lost his obviously number one receiver in Devontae Adams, but he's still Aaron Rodgers. He's still that guy. They're going to be playing the Lions, um, the Bears, and then the Vikings who in, you know, potentially not very competitive NFC North division. Uh, depending on how you see the Viking season going. Um, but it could definitely be a trying year on offense for Aaron Rodgers. Um, probably isn't going to have a back-to-back MVP season, in my opinion. Um, you know, definitely not going to put, put up the touchdowns and numbers they did last year. But still going to lead the Packers to a division champion or a division win. Um, and, you know, they'll have their home game uh, in the playoffs and – We'll see how deep they go. We can we can talk about that. But fourth, I have the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, just a, a team that you know they're starting to really put it all together. Um, got AJ Brown in the off season. Um, Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, really good young connection. Both got some playoff experience last year in their uh, their loss. Um, I think that's going to translate to a pretty good season uh, in an NFC East division that is probably the worst in the in the league um number five you know i I struggle with this one but i I went with the cardinals i think that obviously the first six games are going to be a huge uh, determinant on if the cardinals can make the playoffs i don't see them winning their division so it's going to be a wild card game or spot um in my opinion and they're going to have to uh, you know kyle murray is going to have to earn his money Weeks one through six, especially Marquise Brown, um, all those guys. So then six, I have the New Orleans Saints. I think that defense is is pretty legit. Um, You know, they're ideally going to get Michael Thomas back. Uh, Chris Olave, along with a healthy Jameis uh, and Jarvis Landry. You know, this is going to be a good offense to go along with that pretty stellar defense. 
um, that I think is going to snag one of these last wild card spots, followed by mm, a pick that I don't feel great about making, but a San Francisco 49ers that just secured their best player in um, Debo Samuel. You know, I believe it was his three-year extension. I honestly didn't think that they were going to get him back, so I didn't think that uh, 49ers would have a great season. Now with him back, you know, this elevates the expectations for Trey Lance, the rest of that offense now to go along with that stellar defense. Um, you know, it's going to be now up to Trey Lance because he has all of the those weapons around him. You know, a young uh, backfield behind him, George Kittle, and now... Um, Debo to lead that receiving core along um, with some pretty talented guys. So, you know, that's the one that I could see them struggling if Trey Lance has a tough sophomore season. If he goes through some sophomore struggles, then, um, you know, they are definitely going to miss out on the playoffs. You know, there's if the Vikings have a fairly good season, you could see them um, making the playoffs. Now, you know, they could even give the Packers a run for their money depending on Kirk Cousins' play. So, you know, it's going to be exciting, uh, an exciting division or, sorry, conference to look at for the season. Um, how about you, Nando? What's your uh, seating look like, looking like? So I completely agree with you on the first three. Um, <clears throat> Tom Brady, the GOAT, and his squad, his dangerous squad down in Tampa are definitely going to be that number one seed going into the playoffs. And I agree with you with the Rams winning that, you know, tough division, as well as the Packers uh, at the third spot. Um, I guess I don't see eye-to-eye -eye with you on the uh, division winner of the NFC East. I'm taking the Cowboys, you know, the unreliable Cowboys, the Cowboys that probably won't win a playoff game, but will make the playoffs uh, yet again. I don't really um, buy into the uh, the Philly Eagles um, optimism, uh, TBH, but you know what? Who are the Cowboys? At the fifth spot, I'm going to take the Niners. I think that they're going to come in second um, as opposed to the Cardinals, and I think that there should be a lot of optimism and hype surrounding this squad. Um, you know what kind of great defense they got. But you know what I also, you know, they re-signed Debo, which is massive as a great, you know, receiver as well as even out of the backfield. Um, but you know what? I they've, they've been getting it done year after year, and it didn't really matter who was leading the squad at quarterback. I mean, Jimmy G hasn't put up any, you know, crazy, crazy seasons, and he's been to the Super Bowl once and the uh, NFC Championship another time as well last season um, so I'm gonna ride with them at the fifth uh, fifth spot followed by the surprising Minnesota Vikings I think they're gonna improve heavy um, I think they are like you said gonna give the Packers a run for their money in that division as well and I'm going to I'm gonna make a slight revision to the uh, record I gave the Saints and I'm gonna have them um, just sneaking in the last spot um, the seventh spot, meaning that I'm going to fade the Cardinals as well as the Eagles to make the playoffs this season. But you know what? I don't think that this, uh, I don't think that this conference 
is that competitive compared to the AFC in that I mean who else are we are we omitting here like that could be in the discussion to be in the playoffs would you say like yeah uh, that's the thing I don't you know you look at the NFC East you know one team is making the the playoffs from that division um, you know you can look back at one of our, our NFC East episode to hear our takes on Cowboys versus Eagles um, but you know, after that, yeah, the Vikings, we disagree potentially a little bit on that one. They could make it. Uh, Saints, you know, Cardinals, and 49ers. So there are four teams um, competing for three spots, essentially. Three, you know, and potentially if you have the Eagles or if you have uh, the Cowboys winning, maybe the Eagles, um, a fringe team competing for a playoff spot. But... Yeah, it doesn't seem as competitive as, say, our last episode when we're talking about um, the AFC and we have, you know, three or four teams on top of the seven teams that we feel can make the playoffs uh, and potentially be successful. You know, obviously we have the AFC South that we kind of think is, you know, pretty terrible. Only one team's going to make it from there. But then you have AFC West, Broncos, Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, all four teams could potentially make the playoffs. AFC North, you know, Ravens, Bengals, Browns, Steelers, AFC East, Bills, Dolphins, Pats, you know, a lot of teams that could fully make the playoffs. Um, and it's a lot of questions that we're not going to get answered till week one. Whereas we already feel like we can eliminate just about at least two teams, if not more from each division in the NFC, you know, Giants and Commanders, Bears, Lions, Falcons, Panthers, and then AFC West would be the one where you could say, you know, Cardinals, Rams, and 49ers all have an opportunity. But it just it just seems less competitive, so it does feel like we, you know, we might agree on a little more um, in terms of playoffs. You know, we can definitely try and discuss more of the uh, wild cards since, yeah, one through three. We agree on and then our fourth you know we talked about in our divisional episodes but there certainly seems to be overall a little less competition and uh, a little more kind of clarity even heading into the season you know who's going to come out on top now that obviously could change right once we hit kickoff on on week one but um, right now it seems like we kind of have a fairly good idea um, and you know it's out to a lot of these teams in the NFC to, to prove all of us wrong. Uh, what do you think? No, that's really true. I mean, um, I guess we could just look at the some of the wild card teams, you know, that we picked. Um, like looking at looking at the Niners, the Vikings, and the Saints. I think that any any of these teams though has potential to to win um, first weekend. Um, I really, I have the 49ers at five, which would have them playing against the Cowboys in a matchup that I love personally. I would take the Niners. Um, and you know what, it would, it would be interesting to see what the Vikings, Vikings could also do, you know, in Green Bay, um, in Dan Campbell's first year with the Vikings and what seems to be an electric offense as well that uh, can't go 
can't go dismissed or overlooked. I would say I would say the Saints too have this potential with you know an unbelievable defense, but you know new coach. You know, James you got Winston. <laughs> James Winston, like a lot of questions. I personally probably wouldn't back New Orleans. Um, but what do you got, Forbes, as your wild card team that could, you know, make a make a run? Yeah, um, I mean, I would probably have to go with the Vikings. You know, I didn't have them um, in the playoffs, but if they can, you know, sneak into the playoffs, then. That could be, uh, they could be a, a problem team. I mean, uh, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, you know, best Vikings wide receiver duo since Chris Carter and Randy Moss back in '99, '98. Um, you know, these guys can be special if Kirk Cousins plays like you know you should play for getting paid thirty million dollars. Then his team can can be special, especially if they're going up against a Green Bay Packers that's going to struggle to find its offensive identity after losing Devontae Adams. Um, you know, there was obviously in the offseason, there was un- uncertainty if um, Aaron Rodgers was going to come back. So, you know, Packers, obviously the expectation is that they're going to take the division and they're going to dominate per usual. However, yeah, the Vikings could surprise and could, um, you know, end up making the playoffs and then, they could do some damage, you know, if they come in um, as a, a six or a seven seed. You know, they're a six seed. They're playing the Packers, um, and that all just kind of depends on how they've matched up during the season. Um, you know, we saw last year, uh, you know, Ravens or sorry, Rams, 49ers matched up in the playoffs, and um, you know, Rams came out on top, obviously. So, obviously, it's seeing you know a divisional game. A third time in the same year in the playoffs might not be the most exciting thing. Uh, it could lend itself to the Vikings um, because of that experience with a fairly inexperienced, um, you know, obviously first-year head coach. Um, Kirk Cousins isn't the most experienced in the playoffs. I believe he's 1-3, 1-4. Justin Jefferson never been to the playoffs. Um, you know, so it could be helpful. As for, you know, my current wildcard teams – I think that, um, you know, the Saints definitely could surprise. Um, it's – honestly, I, I definitely see – granted, we talked and, and said that the competition overall in the NFC um, is less compared to the competition overall in the AFC. But I will say that these, you know, even this five, six, seven all wildcard teams, I could see, you know, really all of them being fairly competitive and making a run in the playoffs – um, obviously, Saints, it's going to come down to offense. They have a stellar defense. Now they need to see, can Jameis step up? Can he stay healthy for a full season? What type of backfield will they have? And how will Michael Thomas come back along with addition of Jarvis Landry and Chris Olave? So, you know, they, if they can come together, can be a very successful team, especially because they'll get to play uh, the Panthers twice and the Falcons twice. Um, and they also have had success. You know, they've split at least, they've won at least one game with the Bucks in the past two years while Brady has been there. So they could be, you know, they could make a run. Then you look at the Cardinals who made the playoffs last year um, and added, went out, added Marquise Brown. Um, you know, 
they have a solid offense. They went out, obviously paid Kyler Murray, said committed to him being their guy for the long term. They could be a really great team, especially they're going to have to have you know a good second half of the season with DeAndre Hopkins being uh, out for six games. So if they kind of end the season well, like they need to to make the playoffs, that could lend itself to you know pretty successful, maybe surprising playoff run for them. Um, and then yeah, you have you know the 49ers, a pick that I don't necessarily feel amazing about. I think yeah, it could be them or um, the Vikings who I was talking about before. But I think the point that you brought up was really good. The fact that, you know, I don't have a lot of confidence in Trey Lance, but I didn't have a lot of confidence in Jimmy G as the you know QB1 there either. And, yeah, they made the NFC Championship. They made it to the, the Super Bowl, almost won it if, I mean, it hadn't been for if Jimmy G could have, you know, hit a wide-open receiver. So... <laughs> They, yeah, they don't necessarily need the highest level of quarterback play. Um, I think if they want to win more than a wild card game, they're going to need Trey Lance to pick it up and show some composure and, you know, experience that he doesn't necessarily have just yet. Um, So I'd say that, you know, the 49ers, I'm the least confident in their ability to make a run once they make it to the playoffs um, because of the lack of experience in uh, Trey Lance. But, you know, if they're just kind of running a lot of uh, jets or speed outs with Debo um, in kind of a wild card game, they can, I think, sneak by. But if they're going to be then playing, you know, a um, Tampa Bay Bucks in Tampa, they're going to need more than just that offense. Um around Trey Lance to step up. They're going to need great quarterback play to take down Tom Brady and the Bucks, um, or, you know, L.A. Rams. So I don't see the Niners, you know, having a run into the playoffs like they did last year. They could sneak in. The Vikings could sneak in. Um, but, I, you know, you go one through six, all those other teams, um, potentially minus the Eagles, um, those are all competitive teams that really all have a decent shot at, at making um, making the Super Bowl. Uh, at the same time as you know, you can pretty much identify areas on all of them that need improvement. Um, that, for example, you know, Packers receiving core and stuff or offensive line. So each team really has the potential, but they also, you know. Um, Packers could struggle in the division without, without receivers and Vikings could end up taking that division, you know. So there's a, a whole lot more uncertainty, I feel like, in um, kind of the strength of these teams, even though, you know, fairly confident in division winners and stuff like that. Uh, what do you think? What are your uh, wildcard teams that, that could make a, uh, a run? Well, it's funny, Forbes. Um... I would agree with you in regards to the Vikings. I think the Vikings could very well beat Green Bay in Green Bay uh, opening weekend. Um, That being said, I also back the 49ers uh, yet again. Um, We got to keep in mind, Forbes, that this is is definitely a run-heavy offense. Like, we don't need trail. This is a team that is not going to need... Trey Lance to be that guy that's throwing for 
250 yards every game. That's not it. Could be even less than 200 for all I care. See, and, and that's fair. I hear that. And, you know, so they'll be able to make the playoffs potentially. But when you, when you're, once you're in the playoffs past that wild card weekend, you know, you might need a drive at the end of the game to um, seal it out or to take the lead. And Trey Lance isn't going to be the quarterback to do that. You don't know that. But, I, I, I mean, you can look at uh, Jalen Hurts last year. I mean, he got into the playoffs first time, and he was terrible. Well, they were never going to beat the Bucs. Oh, and I think that the Niners would never beat the, the Bucs in the playoffs. I don't know? think they would play them, though. I think they would get the Cowboys. And I think they'd beat the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, that would all depend on seeding. You know, I, I would have them dropping all the way, being the seventh seed. Well, um, let me know, tell you, you this much. Fourth, so. Let me also tell you this much. They have an easier schedule than the Rams. Like, it wouldn't be the craziest thing for them to win the division. Putting it out there. Odds are plus 180. Like, the Rams are reigning Super Bowl champs. This will definitely be no easy task. And I'm not even suggesting that they would. I'm just saying it's definitely possible. And I think you might be overlooking how good the 49ers could be and even this guy Trey Lance I think that Jimmy G couldn't have made worse decisions in critical moments of the game and it was somehow like holy crap the 49ers could still win despite what seems to be an unbelievably incompetent performance from Jimmy G and I think that this is a completely different element to like you said in regards to Lamar Jackson in our last episode and how he kind of like people didn't really know how to how to play with you know Lamar and that's kind of how he was able to win the MVP in 2019 despite having you know a not so hot you know receiving core but I think you've put Trey Lance on a team where your defense is gonna consistently keep you in the game and you're going to have dynamic players at your disposal in Debo, uh, George Kittle, you know, the Juszczyk, like, et cetera, um, that he's going to kind of, I feel like, figure it out as time goes on. And I would not be surprised if this team doesn't go to the Super Bowl. Not saying that. I don't think they will. But finds themselves in the AFC Championship game. Again. Yeah, I mean it's it's gonna be interesting. Um, you know, that's could look at some some fairly good odds on those. I think uh, I will say um, look at NFC East odds. I think my opinion, Eagles best bet plus one eighty five. I think that uh, is a pretty good value add. Um, yeah, I have the Packers winning the NFC North, but you look at their minus 170, Vikings are plus 270. That could uh, uh, be a fairly good bet, um, especially we have no idea really how, you know, the Packers' offense is going to shape up coming in with a battered offensive line, a unrecognizable receiving core, um, and they did lose some guys on defense as well. So, you know, then NFC South, you know, it's Minus 320, the Bucks to win that division uh, with the Saints at plus 380. Um, you know, I if you want to take a chance, you could bet on the Saints. Granted, they have 
you know, great defense. They've won at least uh, one game against the Bucks the past couple of years. Um, but, you know, I think this is Brady's division right now, and um, that's just wouldn't probably be the same as, as throwing your money away. But, yeah, then you look at the Ram, or the, the NFC West in a pretty wide-open division. Um, you know, Vegas seems to have more, uh, like you, has more faith in the Niners than I do. Um, they're, you know, Rams coming in favorite, plus 135 to win that division, followed by the 49ers at plus 180, uh, Cardinals plus 300, and the Seahawks don't matter. But, you know, <laughs> that... True. That's you know very much wide open division. Um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, you know, they. I just noticed. Yeah, the CS are plus sixteen hundred to win that division. I mean, yeah, they. It's going to be uh, a tough division, especially right there. That's going to be the one I think to you know keep your eye on. Obviously, NFC East will have uh, some controversy, but that's more like you know. A controversy over two eight and nine teams that are vying to make the playoffs or two teams that two trash teams make the playoffs like this is a division where multiple teams could could and probably will make the playoffs two if not three um so that's going to be a fun one to watch um that we'll have to uh we'll have to keep an eye, our eye on yeah, I mean, I think there's something to be said about me fading the Cardinals um it's a bold move, Cotton. It, it's a bold move, but funny enough, the odds aren't like that favorable. Like you said, it's only minus 125, and I would take that. But I mean, I don't really see there being that much value in taking it. But like for the Cardinals, for me, Forbes, it's more of like a situational thing. I think that losing DeAndre Hopkins is just going to start the season, unlike last season, on the wrong foot, right? You know how last season they had this ultra-great start, and then they kind of started fading towards the end of the season, and that you know trickled into the postseason? Um, this year it's going to be the opposite. I think missing DeAndre Hopkins is going to put a wrench in this offense. Remember, they're without Christian Kirk and Chase Edmonds. So you're really asking from, like, who are we talking? Zach Ertz, Rondale Moore, like... Marquise Brown. Marquise Brown, true. Um, but asking a lot for them to step up. And we're talking about games against the Chiefs, Raiders, and Rams. For me, those are all losses. Um, and when it gets down to, you know, finalizing your, you know, season and every game really, truly matters... I think that they're going to fall behind the Niners uh, in that division, and I think that um, they're going to have a worse record than both the Saints and the Vikings, to be honest. Um, but you know what? It, I think it's very situational. I think that you have DeAndre Hopkins. You don't necessarily lose those first three games. And, the and you know, like every year, it comes down to the last day. You know, had you won one more game, you're in the playoffs, you know. And I think that, to be frank, the Cardinals are going to be that team that are one game shy of being in the top seven. So, yeah, I think that's enough on the NFC West, um, like the AFC West, um, going to be probably the most uh, competitive division in the conference. Uh, Forbes, how do you have this playoff picture shaking up when it's all said and done? Who's going to the Super Bowl? 
Yeah, I have a uh, a repeat of last year's divisional game in uh, Tampa Bay Bucks versus the Los Angeles Rams. I know a little boring, my one and two seeds, but you know I don't think that the Packers are going to make it to NFC Championship with that depleted offense. Um, Eagles, you know, they're winning their division, but it you know the buck definitely stops there. Cardinals, Saints, 49ers. You know, those will be interesting games. Those those teams could uh, make a push into the playoffs as well as, you know, the four, uh, sorry, the Vikings if they make it. But I think that the Bucks and the Rams really just have the talent, the coaching, um, and just the formula to win games. Um, and, you know, obviously past uh, two Super Bowl champs, um, I think that it's probably going to be the Bucks going to the Super Bowl, um, playing you know potentially a very talented Bills team, um, or obviously we talked about the Bengals. Um, so you know it's as well as uh, the Chargers. So you know I, I think the Bucks are going to do it. I think that Brady's got the drive and the the team around him. Um, they you know didn't really lose anybody. They added some great guys. Um, but the Rams will give them a run for, run for their money. You know, they're going to want to uh, push, try and get that repeat. Um, and they definitely could have the pieces to do it. But that's how I have uh, the NFC division shaking out. What about you? Yeah, so um, I got a bit of madness in mind, um, if you will. I have the Rams at the two spot beating the New Orleans Saints uh, in L.A. in what will be a surprisingly comfortable game for the Rams. But I do have the Minnesota Vikings causing some drama in a game that I'm sure will end by a game expiring, you know, field goal, some some craziness. Um, I'm going to take the Vikings over Green Bay. And then, like I mentioned earlier, I have the 49ers over the Cowboys in Dallas. Uh, following that, I have the Rams um, falling to the 49ers, actually. Um, I mean, I don't know if you know this, Forbes, but over the last, I guess, two years, the 49ers are 4-1 and one against the Rams. You know, that sole Rams win uh, being in the NFC Championship just last season, and then when they went on to, you know, win the Super Bowl, um, I think that they will actually win that game in L.A. Um, and go on to the NFC Championship game yet again. Um, but I do see the Bucks having no issue with the Vikings um, and then going on to face the 49ers in Tampa and the GOAT will yet again make it to the Super Bowl. I know, I know, a bit biased, but this Tampa Bay team is just full of studs. I don't even, I don't even know where to begin, to be honest. You know, this might also be the season that Julio Jones... Um, start scoring touchdowns in the red zone because it's just a matter of, you know, who else, like, like, what do we do in this situation? They have too many threats. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, we'll see how that kind of balances out the loss of Gronk. Um, and you know, that's Brady's definitely, uh, pretty motivated to get that, um, that next ring. Um, and you know, obviously he came out of retirement, um, so, yeah, that, these are all going to be fun divisions to watch um, as we get closer and closer to the start of the season, you know, starting preseason. 
Uh, I think Pat's got their first game uh, against the Giants. So it's going to be fun, finally really getting down to it, getting into it. Um, and we'll start breaking down positions for both fantasy and overall rankings on our next episode of Football Fanatics.